standing on the platform of truth. Pioneer Health and Missions. God knoweth all things. To some, the question arises, how can God know all things and be love, and yet there be all this sin and misery? The answer to this question, while simple, is nonetheless not easy. Why, you ask? Well, stick around, and I will attempt to explain what I mean. How God knows all things is something we finite beings will never fully know, save that He does. If God did not first know all things, He could not then declare the end from the beginning. It is by His omniscience that He is able to declare what shall be. This also is why His Word is called a more sure word, and because His Word is sure, we can believe that He cannot lie. However. Knowing all things doesn't make one either good or evil. It simply makes them all-knowing or omniscient. According to Francis Bacon, knowledge is power. And because God has all knowledge, he therefore must have all power, or be omnipotent. Yet the possession of power alone cannot make one good or evil, but simply powerful. It is what a person does with that knowledge or power that makes them good or evil. This is why God alone is perfect in knowledge because he alone uses all his knowledge aright. Let's consider us for a moment. God has not asked us to know, or even to understand all he has said, but to believe. This is why our knowledge and understanding can only come by faith, even that faith which cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. This faith is the answer to all our doubts. If we would know something, we must first believe what God says about it. And if we would know God, we must first believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. We must take Him at His word, because His word is sure. This faith is well-pleasing to God. Thus, whatsoever is not of faith is sin. A certain man brought his lunatic son to Jesus to be healed. And Jesus said to him, All things are possible to him that believeth. Tormented by the thought that his unbelief or doubt might cost him the life of his dear son, he cried out to Jesus, Lord, I believe. Help thou mine unbelief. True faith, like that of this trembling father, must first feel its own need. He believed Jesus' words were true, yet he knew his faith in that word was not perfect. Therefore he cried, Help thou mine unbelief. This man not only saw the truth of Jesus' words, but he saw also, by the words of Jesus, that his own fear and doubt may cost him all. Such faith is well-pleasing to God, because it is the sincere confession of an honest heart, and rests itself solely upon the word of God. Such must be the prayer of every sincere soul who would ask of God anything. On the night of Jesus' betrayal and crucifixion, he opened to his disciples a view of their coming trial, saying, 
all ye shall be offended because of me this night. Jesus, God's word had just spoken, and that word was true. Said Peter, Though all men shall be offended because of thee, yet will I never be offended. Likewise also said all the disciples. What then caused them all to fail and be offended in Jesus? Answer, They did not believe him. God, in all his knowledge, had revealed to them their danger and their need, but they refused to believe. You see, friend, herein lies the cause of much of this world's sorrow and misery. Sin, sorrow, death, and all that is evil and vile cannot be placed at the feet of God. For God, in his all-knowing love, has revealed to this world both life and death, as it is written, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life, that both thou and thy seed may live. The question for us today is, will we heed the testimony of God's word and believe it and live? Standing on the Platform of Truth Pioneer Health and Missions